0: This is the She is Wise and Woo podcast with Ellie and Erin, bringing actionable tools and tips every week for busy women looking to live a more purposeful life. Join us as we share practical ways to support your wellness so that you can know yourself better, like yourself more, and trust yourself fully. Hello, hello, and welcome to a festive She is Wise and Woo. Well, I don't know if it is actually festive, but, you know, we bought our Christmas tree at the weekend, so I feel like I ought to be sort of, you know, at least mentioning the fact that we are in December and it is nearly Christmas. And I'm sitting opposite my fabulous business partner, who's actually making me feel like I'm back in the Northern Hemisphere because she's wearing a woolly hat and has got a blanket over her knees because it's that that cold in Dunedin. It is actually summer here. We should be uh, enjoying you know, a pims on the terrace, but actually it's cold and miserable. So it's, uh, yeah, it feels quite Christmassy to me, much more so than normal. How are you, my friend? We haven't seen much of each other this week because I've been off gallivanting around. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm well, thanks.
1: Um cold. <laughs> 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 Definitely cold. Uh, yeah, it's uh, supposedly summer, but I've yet to see any evidence of it. So at this point, just, um, you know, trying not to freeze and doing all the things that need to be done. And uh, I don't feel festive at all, actually. My my son um, has been wearing a Santa hat to school every day because he's just obsessed with Christmas. Um, but we don't even have a Christmas tree. So we're, you know, we're not decorating anything. We're packing everything away, um, furiously trying to sort our house out to leave. And so, uh, yeah, it doesn't feel festive for me at all at this point um but you know no doubt once we uh hit the happy trail next week and head off to Christchurch and beyond we'll start to pick up that Christmassy feeling and uh get into the what
0: better opportunity than to listen to a whole playlist of Christmas songs as well being stuck in a car for Seven hours at a time. I mean, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, especially if you want to lose your mind. <laughs>
1: so, uh, no,
0: we will not be doing that. But, um oh, disappointing. But I do get to see you next week, which in itself is very exciting. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And today's conversation, we were just having a little um, chat about what to talk about. And it is the time of year where you kind of look back and you reflect over what has happened in the year and and how far you've come or how far you haven't come and all those great intentions that were set at the start of the year and and how many of those have been, been met. And and I think 2022 has been a challenging year and I would, you know, I'm going to make a massive generalization here, but I think a lot of people have found 2022 challenging for a whole host of different reasons. I think in many ways we all thought we'd be back to normal and the global pandemic would be, done and dusted. And well, I think we hoped desperately that would be the case. And and actually what's happened is that it's still going on and people are dealing with it and that's okay. But it, it just feels like there's a real lethargy around the world, around life at the moment. Everything just feels a bit hard and a bit heavy. And that's not a great space to be in. So we were talking about, you know, the power of reflection and how sometimes it's really important to have the space to talk about all of the things but how sometimes finding that space can be really difficult. You've had some experiences with this recently. What's your feeling around that, you know, place of reflection and its importance, but also how best we can do it? Yeah. Interestingly for me, the
1: majority of the people that I'm connected to seem to be uh, audible (laughs) processes, like to talk things (laughs) out. Um, And, you know, and I tend to, um tend to be someone that people feel they can do that with. So uh, there's a lot of those kinds of conversations happening at the moment where there's some processing of some stuff and some releasing of some stuff happening. Um, And I think, I think you're right. I think the year has been deeply challenging for a lot of people. I mean, we joke about 2020 being three years long, but that's genuinely how it feels for some people. Um, And I Think we're starting to see now the real embedded impact of the first year of the pandemic and what that looked like. Um, it certainly had an influence on my children um, and their resilience and their well-being. Uh, it's had an impact on my wife as well, uh, and you know several of my friends. I think are starting to notice a, a genuine impact around. Um, I think just feeling like there's a a little bit of a lack of control over their lives in some ways, um, or that they're stuck on a hamster wheel, they can't get off. Uh, and you know, and this time of year, it does bring that stuff up. And it, it also, you know, yesterday, uh, was three years since my good friend passed away and, um, three years since our dog passed away. And so, you know, we have moments of reflection around that sort of stuff as well. Um, and you know, Christmas is always a, a time for me, it's a season of two halves. <laughs> you have the joy of being surrounded by people you love, and then you have the, uh, challenges of being surrounded by the people you love. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, it, it can be really difficult for people. And so I think it's really normal for people to want to, um, you know, express how they're feeling and that kind of thing. But a lot of the time, there's so much happening that it does, you do struggle to kind of make sense of it until it's out of you. Um, Mm -hmm. and having that space to unpack and, and things is really good. Um, in my experience though, there's the right people to do that with and there's the wrong people to do that with. And, um, I think that's something that I've learned over the years. It's not something that I necessarily have always known, um, But I think it's really important to make sure that if you are in a space of needing to unpack, and sometimes you may not even realize that until you start doing it, um, Mm. that you're doing it with someone who honors the space that you're asking them to hold and does it in a way that doesn't um, take the power away from you. You know, at the end of the day, I can listen to everything that's going on for you, but I can't fix it. And Mm. um, nor should I want to try, you know, yeah. um, you're perfectly capable of, of dealing with whatever comes up. It's just a matter of getting it out there and working out what it is that's going to serve you. Um, and so, yeah, I think that that part of the reflection process is really important. Um, and something I think when we get it wrong, it can really change the way that we carry that energy forward. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it, it taints it for want of a better way of describing
0: it. Yeah, I think that's really interesting because f- finding that right person to to share what's going on or just having that space to to talk about things is really challenging. I mean, I feel very lucky that I I certainly have you as as somebody who is happy to uh <laughs> be my sounding board when I when I do process things audibly, which I do. And I think one of the challenges around being an audible processor is sometimes actually you need to get things out because you have to try and make sense of it. It doesn't, you can't work it out when it's in your head, but actually when you do process that in a space that isn't ready to hold it, it can be deeply uncomfortable for the other person because they don't necessarily know what to do with it. Um, There is definitely, you know, there's a male way to wanting to deal with things and fix it. And, you know, that's provide the solutions and get the answers, but also, you know, that struggle with the deepness sometimes. And I think that's something that I've had to really learn this year is actually choosing where the reflections take place and, and who who is best to hold them. And actually sometimes, for me, even though I do process audibly, sometimes just writing it so that there isn't anybody else involved in the process is actually really important for me um, because that allows me to really get comfortable with the thoughts that are coming forward, but at the same time, it's deeply uncomfortable because there are things that come forward that actually feel quite scary when they do. So reflection is vital to... Moving forward to being able to awaken fully being able to um show up authentically to trust yourself, but at the same time it's not always an easy process. so I do believe that actually finding finding the people that you can share that with and whether that is friends and there are definitely some friendships that that can absolutely withstand that type of conversation, and there are some that that perhaps don't as much. But then there's also amazing people out there to to have those conversations with. There, there are coaches, there are mentors, there are therapists, there are counsellors. And I would really like the world to be more accepting. And actually, this is one thing that the Americans do do very well, is actually that having a therapist is kind of normal and, and seen as just good practice. And I kind of wish that the Brits and, you know, from that, the Kiwis and the, like, the... Yeah, the, there are other cultures that could really engage with that to be more okay with speaking about what what's going on and getting help because actually your own brain can trip you up like an absolute bastard sometimes, you know. It really can because it all it is doing is making decisions and pulling together ideas and thoughts and plans and stories based on its past experience and if its past experience is one thing trying to convince it of something else is incredibly difficult so you end up kind of getting in this spiral of the same stuff going round and round and becoming harder and harder to break out of so yeah reflection it's it's important but man it can be it can be really hard sometimes
1: yeah i think the um the important thing for me when you talk about like our mind and why it's important to get it out. Um, So often I think when we hold something in our mind um, and don't express it in some sort of tangible way, um, it just grows and grows and grows and it becomes much bigger um, and heavier and harder to hold than it should be. Um, We tell ourselves stories about it. We, you know, we hold it inside of us and then it becomes so big that I can't, couldn't possibly share that because it's so big and uh you know we we get really stuck in that space of um believing that it's something that it's not and so being able to to put it out into the universe and say this is this is what it looks like to me um it kind of allows you to look at it again with fresh eyes and see it for what it really is and uh you know sometimes that takes someone else to mirror it back to you And, um, Mm -hmm. and that's when, you know, the, the therapists and the counselors and the coaches and the mentors and those sorts of people step up and they, you know, can, can effectively say, well, you know, this is what I hear from you around this thing, or this is what I can see from the outside looking in, um, and having that, you know, that person to kind of mirror that back to you is, is helpful. Um, sometimes friends and family are able to do that for you as well, but it's It's not always something that can be done from complete neutrality, so you know it's important to work out what the right space is for you to be in when you're doing that work, when you're unpacking everything and um you know looking at what is what is in front of you and what needs to be reflected um but also, I think it's um it takes a little bit of courage right? Because we do tell ourselves that it's hard and we do tell ourselves that it's heavy and it's big and all of that stuff. And it's our lives. It's supposed to feel that way. Mm
0: -hmm. So,
1: um, it's, um, yeah, it, it is something that, you know, I encourage everyone to do it and to find a way that it feels safe and comfortable to do it. Um, but be conscious that, you know, it will take a little bit of courage, um, and it won't be particularly comfortable at times, um, but the reward that you get for doing it is that you get to leave behind the stuff that isn't helpful and you get to Mm. carry forward the stuff that is helpful um, and you get to see it for what it is rather than seeing it for, for what you've made it. So yeah, um, yeah, a really important process and a great time of the year to do it. Everything's kind of winding down a little bit um, in terms of work and school and all of those kinds of things. And, So it's an opportunity to just take some space for yourself um, Mm. and, you know, share that space with someone safe and someone supportive um, and then just kind of, you know, leave 2022 where it belongs and uh, and start (laughs) 2023 with a a fresh slate and and an opportunity to, you know, make something of it that is meaningful and purposeful rather than, you know, the dregs of this year
0: yeah and I think if if you find yourself being that person who's holding space for others is remembering that when they're sharing when they're offloading when they're exploring their reflections with you that actually none of it is about you, and if you're starting to feel like there's a triggering or even an activation, it's kind of actually being able to just allow that to to flow through you don't hold on to it because otherwise the responses that you'll give will be your responses. And actually the person just needs the space to explore their responses. So that can be quite hard because, you know, everything's all about us. Like my life is all about me. So of course, anyone that any, anything that anyone is saying is all about me, but actually being able to be really mindful about when it isn't really allows you to hold that space in a much more authentic way for others to to be able to unpack that. So, hopefully you will be doing some reflecting, um, people listening. I'm certainly just starting to do some year reflection and starting to get into actually, what do I want 2023 to look like? So now's a really good time to do that because we've got three weeks left of this year. So, you know, let's hit next year with, with a positive and yeah, life is, it's going to, it's going to get better. It's got to (laughs) improve. So, We've got to stick with hope, right? Um, Big change is coming, but I think that's exciting for, for everybody. But we will be back again next week. We've got one more episode before we take a little break for Christmas. So come back next week where we're going to be talking about authenticity. We will see you then. Thanks for listening to She Is Wise and Woo. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share, like and review. And don't forget to subscribe. For more info about what we do, visit our website, awakeningthewisewoman.com and check out the show notes for all our links to our socials.